0: From Wonder Media Network, I'm Jenny Kaplan, and this is Encyclopedia Womanica. Today we're traveling back over a millennium to a boom of education, culture, and knowledge. Today's feminist was a thinker who rivaled some of the greatest philosophers of her era. Her charm, wit, and teaching ability threatened those in power so much they strove to silence her. Now she's a feminist icon. Let's talk about Hypatia of Alexandria. Not much is known about Hypatia's early life, but historians believe she was born around the year 335 in Alexandria. The city was established by Alexander the Great. It soon became a cultural hub for study, religion, and philosophy. Hypatia's father was Theon of Alexandria, a mathematician and astronomer who was known for his writings and research. Though women of the day were traditionally expected to stick to domestic roles, Theon rejected those restrictions and tutored his daughter in math, astronomy, and philosophy. As an adult, Hypatia became a respected thinker. She was the first recorded woman to make significant mathematical and philosophical advancements, building on the work of other academics in geometry, number theory, and astronomy. And her work constantly turned heads. Not only was she a scholar at Alexandria's university, Hypatia also took her teaching to the streets. She donned the scholar's robes usually reserved for men, stood in the public square, and lectured about philosophy. Hypatia was a pagan, but wasn't selective about her students. Despite burgeoning religious tensions in the city, she taught many Christian students as well as fellow pagans. Even those who opposed her religious beliefs admitted her prowess as an educator. Thanks to Hypatia's work, she also had influence over some members of the political elite, including the city's governor, Orestes. The Christian Archbishop of Alexandria, Cyril, resented the connection between Orestes and Hypatia, blaming her for keeping Orestes from accepting true faith. Hypatia was such a talented, charismatic speaker that opponents often blamed her for keeping people from Christianity. It didn't help that religious tensions in Alexandria worsened over time. Finally, the city reached a boiling point. In the year 415, one of Cyril's Christian associates went on a mission, hoping to find the local Jewish community plotting against the Christians. He found no such thing, but was caught and punished by Orestes. After the punishment, Cyril was furious and encouraged his followers to raid and murder the Jewish people of the city. Those who survived were forced to flee. In its frenzy, the mob went looking for Hypatia. She was on her way home from delivering her daily lectures when the horde dragged her from her chariot, brutally tortured and killed her. Hypatia's death shocked the empire. Even writers who had previously accused her of witchcraft recorded her murder as a tragedy, transforming her into a martyr for philosophy and enlightenment. Hypatia's murder sadly marked just the beginning of Cyril's attack on Alexandria's intellectuals. The University of Alexandria was sacked and burned on his orders, and pagan temples were torn down. Artists and philosophers fled the city en masse. Hypatia's image has been used throughout history to represent different ideas. In the Middle Ages, she was a symbol of Christian virtue, and in the Age of Enlightenment, she represented opposition to Catholicism. In 1853, Charles Kingsley published a novel named after Hypatia that romanticized her as one of the last true modern Greeks. Today, she's an icon for women's rights and empowerment. Though the vast majority of her work was lost in the destruction of Alexandria, many accounts of her skill remain. Hypatia of Alexandria will forever be remembered as a legendary, innovative thinker, despite those who tried to silence her ideas forever. Join us next time for the story of another remarkable STEMinist. Special thanks to my favorite sister and co-creator, Liz Kaplan. Talk to you tomorrow!